capita of the Kwawu uh, district. Um, we also have a location there. Um, this is Lightweight Church of God in Christ Arena of Release and Breakthrough. Um, you uh, have my lovely wife, Evangelist First Lady Janata, your boy, if you could say hello to the people. God bless everyone. And we thank God this morning. Um, our technical support team are also ready. We bless the name of the Lord for each and everyone's life. They're up and coming ministers. And they're also my children. They're doing great and wonderful job. But without much uh, wasting time, we are going to go in the throne room of grace. And uh, before we do that, we will invite our own young up-and-coming psalmist, aspiring minister, Daniel Yeboah, to lead us in praises this morning. Amen. Thank you, First Lady and Pastor. Tell you 
service this morning if you have your bible let us recite our inspirational creed let us get it ready um Amen. so look for psalm 23 psalm 23 is our inspirational creed if you want to go straight into psalm 23 you could do right on that and let us uh, um recite our inspirational creed Amen. this morning uh, you could lift your Bible up, lift your yes. phone that you use for accessing your word up this morning. I'll say, ready, go, and then we all go into. So you could go flip to Psalm 23. That's our inspirational creed, like with your God in Christ. We have customized for it. Ready, go. This, this is, is my Bible, and in it, it says, the, the Lord is my shepherd. shepherd. Therefore, I will never want or lack. He causes me to lie down in green pastures, and he leads me beside the still waters. Since he is my God, he restores my soul, and he leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Although I may walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will not fear any evil. For God is with me. His rod and his staff, they comfort me. He prepares a table before me in the presence of my enemies. He anoints my head with oil, and my cup shall always overflow. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me 
all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. And it shall be so in our life. God bless you this morning. This morning, I have a word for us. Um, we dealt with David uh, defeating Goliath and how uh, we could also defeat any giant or Goliath in our life. This morning, we are dealing with how to deal with relationships mm. concerning fear, jealousy, and love. Yes. Um, this election era has been marked with fear, fear, fear. Mm. And, uh, but God, yes. but God, is our strength hallelujah is, god is our strength he is our strength we thank god even as uh, this election period is over but it's not over we continue to commit this period from now to the transitioning yes uh into the hands of the new president into god's hands that his spirit will intervene and peace will abide peace. in this country of united states of america yes. but note that i use the word relationship to describe the connection between fear, jealousy, and love. Why? Because these three all happen in our relationship with people. Mm -hmm. No matter which level you relate to people, that's family, co-workers, friends, neighbors, just as you deal with people, mm -hmm. these three words happen. But before David's victory over Goliath, God had been preparing him for the battle, but he wasn't aware of it. God prepares us for the battles we fight in, in, in life, but we sometimes are not aware of it. This will hit home with many of us. That what God is doing in our lives now, meaning our purpose and our assignment was given to us by God, and he has been preparing us for such a time as this, for whatever time you are experiencing in your life today, God has been preparing you for such a time as this. Amen. Even our position in our families today was assigned by God. What do I mean by our position? Maybe you, you are among siblings, you have the first sibling, you have the second, the third, you have the last sibling. Mm -hmm. But even in that position arrangement, was assigned by God. Because why am I using that uh, example and demonstration? David was the last born, mm. but what? He was the one assigned My God. for this battle over Goliath. Such a time as the people of Israel were experiencing with the, their greatest enemy uh, who were Philistines and Goliath leading the enemy. But God has ordained David the last one to be the one that led Israel to victory. Battles have been fought. With the time that the other brothers were giving birth to, battles have been fought. Your family has gone through certain situations ahead of you until you were born. You came into this world in the position of your family, among your siblings, with an ordained assignment. And that's what I'm driving home at, that we'll be aware of that, that we are not just um, any, 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 anyhow in our, in our families or wherever God position assignments. Beloved, growing up around the age of seven and 10, if I could remember, I, re I helped selling stuff right after school. You know, it wasn't during the school period, during vacation or after school. I helped sell stuff. I carry stuff to sell to support my mother financially and support myself. But this developed a business mindset within me for today and has contributed to the passion for establishing businesses. Every person I have that drives me to establish a business, I get it from that foundation. And that will run through many uh, uh, people's lives that you realize that certain events that occurred or that you participated in when you were growing up has contributed to the passion, the zeal that you have for whatever assignment God has 
and trusted in your hands today. Beloved, I now understand that doing business is a God-given destiny. Yes. Doing business is a God-given destiny. This is the reason why we should seek God for his direction and in everything we do. So he will put us where we need to be concerning our destiny. If we seek God, he will put us where we need to be concerning our destiny. Repeat after me. It is not late. Maybe you are worried. Maybe fear has come over your heart. It is not late. Repeat after me. It is not late. Why? Because God is able to turn things around. Hallelujah. And put me where I'm supposed to be. Hallelujah. Delay is not denied in God. If we turn to him by praying this prayer, Lord, here I am. Use me. You should learn how to pray that prayer. Lord, here I am. Use me. This is a prayer of surrendering to God to take over and lead you to where you need to be. Pray that prayer. Lord, here I am. Use me. Use me. But in that prayer, it don't mean that you're going to be a pastor. If that's the calling of God for your life, he will position you for that. But Lord using you in the capacity of your destiny. Because if God positions you right, you will be an instrument that God you will use to achieve and fulfill his purpose through you in this world. Some of us are in the wrong relationships, wrong businesses, wrong jobs, wrong careers, wrong associations. And that means will be friends, will be any uh, 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 groupings that you belong to. The problem is if you fight a wrong battle, God will not equip you for it. If you fight the wrong battle, see, David fought the right battle because he was equipped, he was prepared. He was destined for that battle. Hallelujah. If you fight a wrong battle, God is not going to equip you for it. And you will experience defeat upon defeat without victory. And throwing the towel, you're going to be like, I'm tired. Forget it. I'm gone. But there is always victory when defeat is part of the battle God has put us in to fight. There's always victory when defeat is part of the battle that God has put us in to fight. If we fall, the spirit of God will pick us right back up and carry us along and give us the strength, the ability to fight till we win the battle. Fight till we win the battle. And I'm not talking about just a physical fight, but spiritual battles, things we have to go through to develop a business, a relationship, a career, a job, our God-given destiny. We have to jump through hoops. We have to jump hurdles to make it work by the grace of God. Beloved, we are to seek God for his perfect work concerning our life. Perfect God's perfect will. There are two will of God concerning your life and everything you do. God's perfect will and God's permissive will. God's perfect will is his will as a sign from him as you came into this world. And permissive will is uh, uh, God allowing things to happen because maybe we persevered, we cried, and we went in hard and God allowed it. Hallelujah. But we should always seek God for his perfect will. Let's look at Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 4 to 10. First lady, Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 4 to 3. If you could read that for us. Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 4 4 to 10. 10. Yes, yes, ma'am. Now the word of the Lord came to me saying, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Yes. And approved you as my chosen instrument. Mm -hmm. And before you were born, I consecrated you to myself as my own. Mm -hmm. I have appointed you as a prophet to the nations. Yes. Then I said, ah, Lord God, behold, I do not know how to speak, Mm -hmm. for I am only a young man. Yes. Mm -hmm. 
But the Lord said to me, do not say I am only a young man, mm-hmm. because everywhere I send you, you shall go. Yes. And whatever I command you, you shall speak. Do not be afraid of them or their hostile faces, mm-hmm. for I am with you always to protect you and deliver you, yes. says the Lord. Then the Lord stretched out his hand and touched my mouth. And the Lord said to me, behold, hear me. I have put my words in your mouth. Yes. See, I have appointed you this day mm-hmm. over the nations and over the kingdoms to uproot, to break down, to destroy, to overthrow, to build and to plant. Hallelujah. Yeah. Did you hear that? Mm. He was appointed for yes. the assignment. Yes. For that particular hour and time. Yes. He wasn't aware of it. Mm-hmm. Prophet Jeremiah wasn't aware of that. But God has destined him for the for the assignment Jesus. for such a time mm. that the word of the Lord came to him. Hallelujah. Mm. And that's exactly the point I'm trying to drive home for our understanding. Mm-hmm. That we know that wherever, whatever situation we are in, in every area of our lives, mm-hmm. we have been assigned. So we are to seek God what to do yes. and how to do it. Our Bible foundation for today is between David and King Saul. And this is after the victory of Goliath. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And we are seeing how God raised David up to be the king while Saul continued his downfall Mm -hmm. away from God. Saul continued his downfall away from God. So this points to the fact that David's victory was ordained and an assigned that all did not know about it because God has spoken to Prophet Samuel secretly behind the scene that Saul was no longer going to be the king of Israel, but he has already prepared a man, hallelujah, to take over the throne. And so David's victory was part of the assignment of God that nobody was aware of it. Let's look at 1 Samuel chapter 16, verse 1 to 5. 1 Samuel chapter 16, verse 1 to 5. The Lord said to Samuel, how long will you grieve for Saul? Yes. When I have rejected him as king over Israel, mm-hmm. fill your horn with oil and go. I will send you to Jesse, the Bethlehemite, for I have chosen a king for myself among his sons. Yes. But Samuel said, how can I go? When Saul hears about it, he will kill me. Mm-hmm. And the Lord said, take a heifer from the herd of with you mm-hmm. and say, I have come to sacrifice to the Lord. Yeah. You shall invite Jesse to the sacrifice and I will show you what you shall do after that. Mm. And you shall anoint for me the one whom I designate. Mm-hmm. So Samuel did what the Lord said and came to Bethlehem. And the elders of the city came trembling to meet him and said, do you come in peace? And he said, in peace. Mm -hmm. I have come to sacrifice to the Lord. Consecrate yourselves and come with me to the sacrifice. He also consecrated Jesse and his sons and invited them to the sacrifice. Mm -hmm. Amen. So when you go to um, the same um, verse 10 to 23, Mm -hmm. it's when David was anointed. When David was anointed. When David was anointed, let's look at um, um, 12, 12 to 12 and 13. If you could read 12 and 13 to cut across okay. for the sake of time. So Jesse sent word and brought him in. Now he had a ruddy complexion with beautiful eyes and a handsome appearance. <clears throat> mm-hmm. The Lord said to Samuel, arise, anoint him, for this is he. Then Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed David in the presence of his brothers. Mm -hmm. And the spirit of the Lord came mightily upon David from that day forward. And Samuel arose and went to Ramah. Go ahead to uh, verse 14 to 23. Okay. Now the spirit of the Lord departed from Saul and an evil spirit from the Lord tormented and terrified him. Mm. Saul's servant said to him, behold, an evil spirit from God is tormenting you. Yes. Let our Lord now command your servants who are here before you 
to find a man who plays skillfully on the harp. Mm -hmm. And when the evil spirit from God is on you, he shall play the harp with his hand mm -hmm. and you will be well. Yes. So Saul told his servants, find me a man who plays well and bring him to me. One of the young men said, behold, I have seen a son of Jesse, the Bethlehemite, who is a skillful musician, mm -hmm. a brave and competent man, a warrior, mm -hmm. discerning, prudent, mm -hmm. eloquent in speech, and a handsome man. And the Lord is with him. So Saul sent messengers to Jesse and said, send me David, your son, mm -hmm. who is with the flock. Mm -hmm. Jesse took a donkey loaded with bread and a jug of wine and a young goat and sent them to Saul with David, his son. Mm -hmm. Then David came to Saul and attended him. Saul loved him greatly. And later David became his armor bearer. Mm -hmm. Saul sent word to Jesse saying, please let David be my attendant for he has found favor in my sight. Mm -hmm. My God. So it came about that whenever the evil spirit from God was on Saul, David took a harp and played it with his hand. So Saul will be refreshed and be well, and the evil spirit will leave him. Whenever the evil spirit from God, mm -hmm. God did not send an evil spirit, but God removed his protection from Saul. Yes. Let us understand that. Mm -hmm. God removed his protection from Saul because the anointing for kingship was removed and was placed on David. Mm -hmm. When Samuel, Prophet Samuel anointed David, to be the up and coming king. Mm -hmm. That anointing that was on King Saul as a king was removed. Therefore, evil spirits was able to attack him mm -hmm. because he was a king and the forces of darkness knew he was still a king. Mm -hmm. And so the forces that harassed being a leader was allowed to come and torment him. Therefore, he acted like a maniac a, a lunatic, mm -hmm. a crazy man, when that spirit visited him. And anytime David anointed hands played mm -hmm. the harp, that spirit departed. But we are seeing what happened after uh, David's victory over Goliath. What happened after David's victory over Goliath mm -hmm. between King Saul. And we, you, when you go to First Samuel chapter 17, verse 58, Saul, Saul could not even recognize David as the one who played the harp mm. to drive out the demons in him. Because this time, David was in the presence of Saul as the killer of Goliath and has won victory for the people of Israel. Let's look at Jonathan's love for David. But then in the same token, Saul hated David and was jealous for his success. Saul hated David and was jealous for his success. And look, can you look at them? First Samuel chapter 18, verse 1 to uh, 4, or 1 to 5. When David had finished speaking to Saul, the soul of Jonathan was bonded to the soul of David. Mm -hmm. And Jonathan loved him as himself. Yeah. Saul took David that day and did not let him return to his father's house. Mm -hmm. Then Jonathan made a covenant with David because he loved him as himself. Mm. Jonathan stripped himself of the outer robe that he was wearing mm -hmm. and gave it to David mm -hmm. with his armor, including his sword, his bow, and his belt. So David went out wherever Saul sent him, and he acted wisely and prospered. And Saul appointed him over the men of war. And it pleased all the people and also Saul's servants. So, so I, I, after that, the whole nation of Israel now have heard about the victory, the success of David. And the women began to sing. Mm -hmm. Verse 6, say, as they were coming home, when David returned from killing the Philistine, the women came out of all the cities of Israel, singing and dancing to meet King Saul with tambourine, songs of joy, and musical instrument. The women sang as they played and dancing, mm -hmm. Saul has slain his thousands mm -hmm. and David is 10,000. 
And then Saul became very angry for this saying, displeased him. And he said, they have ascribed to David 10,000, but to me they have ascribed only thousands. Now what more can he have by the kingdom? Mm. What more can he have by the kingdom? But the kingdom has already been taken away from him. So Saul looked at David with suspicion and jealousy from that day forward. Saul turns against David because of this success and victory and wanted to kill him from that day onwards. Let's look at um, the same verse from 10 to, uh, to 16. Which First Samuel chapter 18 from 10 to 16. Okay. Now it came about on the next day that an evil spirit from God came forcefully on Saul and he raved madly inside his house while David was playing the harp with his hand yes. as usual. And there was a spear in Saul's hand. Mm -hmm. Saul hurled the spear for he thought I will pin David yes. to the wall. Yes. But David evaded him twice. Yes. Now Saul was afraid of David because uh, the Lord was with him, but had departed from Saul. Yes. So Saul had David removed from his presence yes. and appointed him as yes. his commander of a thousand. And he publicly uh -huh. associated with the people. Uh -huh. David acted wisely yes. and prospered in all of his ways. Yes. And the Lord was with him. Wonderful. When Saul saw that he was prospering greatly, he was afraid yes. of him. But all Israel and Judah loved David uh -huh. because he publicly associated with them. Amen. Amen. So we see the anger of Saul because of the success of David defeating and killing Goliath. Mm -hmm. So this scripture we all see talks about love, jealousy, and fear are seen through the relationship of Jonathan, David, and Saul. Mm -hmm. Why are we talking about these three words? Because we experience it. And therefore we need to bring it up to address it in God's way. Mm -hmm. So we know how to deal with it if we're experiencing it. Mm -hmm. We hereby could identify with Saul's jealousy toward David in two ways. Because beloved, Sometimes God's success on our lives attracts jealousy. Mm -hmm. God, and that is not our making. We, we, we don't rise up to make people jealous. Mm -hmm. But our blessings, our success, our victory sometimes draws and attracts jealousy from our friends, our families, and people around us. Mm -hmm. It is not our making but the favor and the grace of God over our lives. Yes. Hallelujah. So one, the heart of Israel turned towards David because of his victory over Goliath. And two, Saul sensed that the throne has been given to David, but he wanted his son, Jonathan, who was his eldest son, to be king after him. So what really uh, inspired the jealousy of, of, of Saul were these two areas. Beloved, everyone struggles with some amount of jealousy sometimes of our lives. Either we are the one jealous of somebody or something, or we are experiencing people's jealousy towards us. But it becomes hate, just like King Saul's towards David, when jealousy is influenced by demonic forces. Because these forces which could work through us could lead to killing. And this is the typical example of Saul's jealousy against David. Saul's jealousy against David was demonically influenced because we met and we read that an evil spirit came over him. So he was acting through that evil spirit, hallelujah. But we are to assess our level of jealousy because it is a human intent. It is a human intent, but we are to assess it right from the onset. This jealousy I'm feeling, is it a jealousy that I, I think that 
I should work hard or I should uh, seek God for my blessing mm -hmm. or it move and push me to cause harm. Mm -hmm. Let us catch ourselves on the onset mm -hmm. when we feel jealous. We can tell through the words we use to describe a situation or someone. You could tell your jealousy towards someone depending on the words you use to describe the person or the situation, mm. which means we are feeling jealousy and replace it with a touch of love. Mm. The words coming, you need to catch yourself by the words you are using. You're not, your hair look pretty beautiful. I like the way you are looking good. And then someone at the side hears it. And how do they feel? Do they also agree with my description or my compliment? Or that raises jealousy in them. And then they will start describing, oh, you know, this hair don't even look at this side of the hair or look at the way your makeup is made or they begin to describe. <laughs> I'm just using her as an example. Or maybe you bought a house, or maybe God bless you with a new job, yes. or maybe God gave you a gift, a nice parcel of gift, mm. and you begin to thank God, praise God for it, or share that blessing with people around you. What they will say will depend on the level of jealousy they have towards you. If your words describing someone is presenting jealousy, then let us replace it with thoughts of love. We are to replace this uh, words with words, words of love. Use words such as, I'm happy for you. I'm happy for you. Amen. Hallelujah. I feel God's blessings in the neighborhood. Mm. So I'm the next to receive my blessings. I feel God's blessings in yes, the neighborhood. Yes. So I'm the next to receive my blessing. Yes. When you feel jealous about someone's blessing or someone's success or someone's victory or your brother, your friend, your neighbor, your coworker, use words of love to battle those thoughts of jealousy. Yes. John chapter 15, verse 13. John chapter 15, verse 13. 13 John, John chapter 15, verse 13. John chapter 13, verse 14 to 15. Now, John 15, 13. It said, no one has greater love, nor stronger commitment than to lay down his own life for his friends. Mm -hmm. Jesus demonstrating how he loved us. Yes. So no one can love than what I have done for you, that I went on the cross to die, mm -hmm. to save you from your sins. And John 13, 14, 15, it says, so if I, the Lord and the teacher, wash your feet, mm -hmm. you ought to wash one another's feet as well. Mm -hmm. For I give you this as an example so that you should do in turn as I did to you. Mm -hmm. Jesus said, if I come low as your master to wash your feet, it is a sign of love. The last days, as they were going to have the last supper, and right on, he was going to die for us. He washed the feet of his disciples in love to demonstrate his love. And he said, this is my commandment, that ye may love one another. John 13, 34 to 35. I'm giving you a new commandment, that you love one another just as I have loved you. So you two are to love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples if you have love on selfish concern for one another. Mm -hmm. First Corinthians chapter 13, verse four to seven, it says, love endures with patience and serenity. Love is kind and thoughtful, and it's not jealous or envious. Love does not brag and it's not proud of arrogant. It is not rude, it is not self-seeking, it is not provoked, nor overly sensitive and easily angered. It does not take into account a wrong endure. It does not rejoice at injustice, but rejoices with truth when right and truth prevail. Seven says, love bears all things regardless of what comes, believes all things, looking for the best 
in each one. Hopes all things, remaining satisfied during difficult times. Remaining satisfied during difficult, challenging trial times with your family, with your loved ones, your friends. Satisfied during difficult times. Endures all things without weakening. Why should we love? There are reasons for love. Love makes you seek unity with others. Love makes you put others before yourself. We could look at a better example, Jonathan's love for David. First Samuel chapter 18, verse 1 to 4. As Jonathan gave his weapons, stripped his royal clothes, and gave it to um, David. Why? Because he had unselfish love. He was the eldest, but he saw what God has done with David, mm -hmm. and he was pleased. The spirit of love entered his heart, and he humbled himself. And he might also realize that the throne has been given to David and has been taken from his father. Mm -hmm. But Jonathan and David enjoyed a special friendship, which was all the more remarkable because Jonathan was next in the line for the throne and God was blessing David with such success. Mm -hmm. If anyone should have been jealous or afraid of David, it should have been Jonathan. Mm -hmm. This was an example of love that was planted among friends. An example of love that was planted among friends. This type of love was assigned and ordained from God. So a familiar sickness says some friends can stick closer than a brother. Some friends can stick closer than a brother. Could you read Psalm 133? Behold, how good and how pleasant it is for brothers to dwell together in, in unity. unity. It is like the precious oil of consecration poured on the head, coming down on the beard. Even the beard of Aaron, coming down upon the edge of his priestly robes, consecrating the whole body. Mm. It is like the dew of Mount Hermon, coming down on the hills of Zion. For there the Lord has commanded the blessing, life forevermore. The Lord has commanded the blessing, life forevermore. Philippians 2.2 2 says, make my joy complete by being of the same mind. Mm. Make my joy complete by being of the same mind, having the same love toward one another, knit together in spirit, intent on one purpose, and living a life that reflects your faith and spreads the gospel, the good news regarding salvation through faith in Christ. But beloved, what meaning do we get from Jonathan giving his clothes and weapons to David? What meaning do we get? What does that action symbolize? Mm -hmm. Because these two young men were soulmates. Today we can seek even greater unity and love among us, among our family, mm -hmm. among our brethren, among our church fellowship, among our relationship, among our co-workers, our neighbors, our friends, due to the Holy Spirit in each believer. The clothes and the weapons were symbolic of Jonathan's position as heir to the throne. He was his father's successor. Yes. It was a sign destined that he was the one that ruled, that took over the kingship after his father's death. But he saw that it was being passed over to somebody else, and he was not jealous. His heart was full with love, and he supported God's assignment for David's life. This is similar to the Good Samaritan story in Luke chapter 10, verse 25 to 37. Jesus gave a, a parable about a Good Samaritan, how we should love. The Good Samaritan was a Samarian and who took care of a Jew that was robbed almost to the beating up and hurt, blood oozing all over his body, almost to the point of death. But this good Samaritan came across this uh, Jew and took him to the inn 
and pay for him to be taken care of till he came back to seek for the welfare of that Jew. But remember two things that we need to identify with. The Jews and the Samarians hated each other. The Samarians were half Jews and half mixed with other nationality. And the Jews who claim exclusivity hated the Samarians. And they looked at each other as enemies. So it was a danger for the Samarian to even go out his way to help the Jew because he could have been accused of the one that hurt and robbed the Jew. They saw themselves, each other, as enemies. But the jealousy of King Saul was the only place of jealousy that was found. The jealousy that came toward David because of his success and praise. Sometimes our success and our praise from others makes us the target of jealousy from both friends, families, and enemies. When you go into 1 Samuel chapter 18, verse 5 to 11, I want you to read that for the sake of time. How Saul turned against um, um, David. Hallelujah. Jealousy comes from our heart. Mm -hmm. Jealousy is a spirit that develops and builds in the heart. Jealousy grows in our heart and it prevents us from taking pleasure in other people's success. Watch out. If you are filled with jealousy, it will take place of the pleasure you should have to be part of and enjoy the success of others, of family, of friends, of neighbors, of co-workers. Because if you're able to enjoy and partake and be happy for those that have been blessed, those that have, have chucked some victory and success, then God will look at how happy you are for me, how happy I am for you, and also bless me and bless you. Love, jealousy, and fear have to do with how we relate to God. Love, jealousy, and fear has to do with how we relate to God and how God will use us in this life. Jealousy robs us of the joy of our own success, make you strike out at others. Jealousy as a product of fear will keep you from seeing God at work in others. That all that is happening in somebody's life is because of God at work in their life. It's because of God at work in your husband, your wife's life, your children, your brothers, your siblings, your uncles, your neighbor, your friend, your coworkers, and people, business partners, and people that you relate to. But jealousy will prevent you from seeing the work of God in people's life around you. And fear will keep you from loving others as you should. Hallelujah. Fear will keep you from loving others as you should. Galatians chapter 5, verse 19 to 20. Let's look at what jealousy causes us to do. It said, jealousy fits of anger, disputes, dissensions, fashions that promote heresies. And this is what the Bible described. When after jealousy, these are the things that we do. First Samuel chapter 18, verse 20, verse 12 to 16. He said, now Saul was afraid of David because the Lord was with him, but had departed from Saul. Saul became afraid. Fear entered his heart and that pushed him to the verge of striking to kill. Hallelujah. Verse 15 says, David acted wise. Verse 15, when Saul saw that David was prospering greatly, he was afraid of him. He was afraid of David when Saul saw that David was prospering greatly because everything his hands touches became a blessing. Hallelujah. And it, 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 it kind of brought jealousy in the heart of David. Watch out. Is that what you're experiencing as I speak to you? And it's not from God. Check it. Yes. And seek God for grace. Yes. To put your jealousy, your fear behind you. What are the solutions to the problem of jealousy? 
What are some of the solutions to the problem of jealousy? I have four points to share with you as I bring this uh, message to an end. Let's look at James chapter 3, verse 14 to 16. If you could read for us, James chapter 3, verse 14 to 16. But if you have bitter jealousy and selfish ambition in your hearts, do not be arrogant. And as a result, be in defiance of the truth. This superficial wisdom is not that which comes down from above, but it's earthly, secular, natural, mm. unspiritual, even demonic. Mm. For where jealousy and selfish ambition exist, there is disorder, mm. unrest, rebellion, and every evil thing and morally degrading practice. Every evil thing and morally degrading practice comes out of jealousy, grows out of jealousy. Beloved, four points to deal with the issue of jealousy in our heart. The first point, Jonathan's love for David, speak to our heart to seek the love of God. Seek the love of God. It is a grace that God could bless us with. Love will bless us with many close friendships and certain relationships while jealousy and fear will only isolate us oh and make us miserable. Jealousy and fear will isolate you mm -hmm. and make you a miserable person. Mm -hmm. Two, Jesus died, not, Jesus died not only for our sins yes. and to save us from our sins, but to bring us together as brothers and sisters. Mm -hmm. The death of Christ was not only to save us from our sins, but to bring us together as brothers and sisters in Christ. This is why there's only one kingdom. The kingdom of God is only one, and we are all in it together. Three, seek, uh, three, King Saul demonstrate the principle that you cannot love someone if you are jealous of them yes. or afraid of God going to use them instead of you. You cannot love someone when you are afraid of that of what God would do in their life. Because you want God to use you instead of them. Mm. But be happy for what God is doing in people's life. Be happy for what God is doing in your brother, your sister, and people, your family's life. Be happy for them. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. And God will also use you, bless you lift you up in a greater magnitude. Four, if you cannot love someone, then God cannot use you. If you can't love someone, then God cannot use you. And I'm not talking only spiritually in the kingdom of Christ, but even your God-given destiny assignment and purpose in life. If you are not working in love, then you put roadblocks and limitation to the level that God could use you achieve your God-given destiny and purpose in life. Ask God to help you to put all jealousies and fears away and fill your heart with the grace to love. Yes. In our prayers, if you are dealing with jealousy, fear, ask God, seek God's love, the grace of God to love others. God bless you. Amen. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. I want to lift you up unto God. If you are dealing with the issues of jealousy, fear, I'm asking that the power of God release the grace of love over your heart. Heavenly Father, I'm lifting your people that are watching this message broadcast into your hands. Lord, let your mighty power touch the heart that is filled with jealousy, the heart that is filled with fear. Release your grace of love. Hallelujah. You said this is your new commandment that we should love one another. Even as we abide in you, we pray for the spirit of obedience, the spirit of obedience. As we obey your word, as we abide in you, that we would derive your love for one another, for our families, for all that are around us. Lord, help us to love those that are around us. Lord, help us to love instead of hate. We give you all the glory. In which heart, any heart that the spirit of hate, the spirit of jealousy, the spirit of envy has taken over. 
Heavenly Father, let your mighty power move in the heart as the one watches this message and broadcast. And deliver the heart of jealousy. Deliver the heart of envy. Deliver the heart of hate. And fill such heart with love. Fill such heart with love. In the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Well, it is for that same love. It is for that same reason of love that the father sent his only begotten son mm -hmm. to perish, to die on the cross, to save us from our sins. And therefore, whoever will believe in Christ and in his love will not perish, but will what? Receive eternal life, mm -hmm. eternal life, life here on earth and life after death. Hallelujah. It's twofold blessing. Do you know Jesus? Maybe you said, I don't know Jesus. I just ran into this broadcast and I had you preach about jealousy, love, and fear. Beloved, it is because of love that God sent his only son to die on the cross so that through his blood we shall be saved. Hallelujah. And in the last days, we shall be judged. If you are to die a minute, five minutes from now, you're going to be facing God, your maker. And Jesus is the judge. And the number one question you're going to be asked is, what did you do with Jesus? Or if I should ask you one question, where would your soul be if you are to die now? If you have no answer for it, you don't know whether your soul will be in heaven or hell, it is a number one sign that you need Jesus in your heart. Repeat this prayer after me if you want to accept Jesus Christ in your heart or if you have straight away, you know, with all this pandemic and all that is going on, many have fallen away from their faith, their love for Christ. If you say, Pastor, I had you today and I'm convinced to come back to, to God through Christ, you could also pray this prayer after me and your salvation will be restored. Your work with Jesus will be restored. And you're going to begin to receive the life of Jesus in you. Dear Jesus, Dear Jesus I thank you for dying on the cross. I thank you for dying on the cross. To save me from my sins. I want you to pray this prayer after me, one word after the other. Dear Jesus, Dear Jesus, I thank you for dying on the cross to save me from my sins. I believe that you are the Son of God. I believe that you are the Son of God. I invite you into my heart, dear Jesus, to be my Lord and personal Savior. And I'll serve you, Lord Jesus, for the rest of my life. Hallelujah. You have made a vow and you have come into a Covenant relation. You have got a covenant with God through yes. Jesus. And Jesus is expecting you to honor your end of the bargain. Uh -huh. And when you do that, in this covenant, it is binding on God to also do his part in your life. Hallelujah. And the, 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 the greatest part of it all is that your name has been written in the Lamb's book of life. That is the book that in the end of it all, our names are going to be referred to. And that will qualify us for heaven. Hallelujah. Or qualify us for hell, lake of fire. If your name is not found in that book, you are headed straight to the lake of fire, a place that is meant for Satan and his demons for destruction. Lake of fire. It's not meant for humans. It is meant for Satan and his devils and demons. Or the great destruction that these demons are causing. In the last day, they are heading to the lake of fire. If you want to read more about the lake of fire and the book of life, Revelation chapter 20, verse 13 to 16 hours, you could read that and gain that insight from the word of God yourself. Beloved, I declare you saved. And angels in the heavens are rejoicing for your salvation. Hallelujah. We open Lightweight Church of God in Christ doors online, and you could apply to be a member of Lightweight Church of God in Christ to consume and partake in the good word and the messages and the blessings and the prayers that we are saying for all 
for God to touch us. Hallelujah. Let us hear from you that if you were saved today, send us an email. Our information will be on the screen. Contact us so that we will keep you in our prayers that God will build you and strengthen you with this new work of salvation. Also, I want you to look for a Bible, but remember to pray when you start reading your word. Remember to pray. If you need a Bible, you could shoot us an email. We will send you a Bible through the mail free of charge to help you build this new salvation. But when you have a Bible or look for a Bible and go all the way to the New Testament, begin to read the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, and it's going to speak to you more about Jesus you have received in your heart. Hallelujah. God bless you. Till we see you again next week. First lady, wow. you and us. Amen, amen. What a Take powerful, us to an end. Hallelujah. powerful amen. message. How to deal with relationships concerning fear, jealousy, and love. What amen. a powerful, yes. powerful message. You know, and I pray you have received this message. Amen. And as you walk in love, hallelujah, hallelujah, don't worry about anything else. Just make sure that your heart is conditioned, right? Yes. Amen. You can love someone and they can reject the love. Yeah. But the most important thing is that you express the love. Amen. Mm, amen. That's, amen. That's good. That's good. At this time, it is time to give. It is time to give. Amen. This is the blessing time. You Glory cannot buy a blessing. So let's just clarify that yes, right now. Yes, you cannot buy a blessing, but right you can the, give. Hallelujah. Yeah, you can sow yes. into the kingdom of God. And let's see what the scripture says in 2 Corinthians chapter 9, um, verses 6 through 7. If you have your Bibles with you, smartphone, iPad, whatever you may have, it says, the point is this, whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly. Yes. And whoever sows bountifully will also reap bountifully. Each one must give as he decided in his heart, not reluctantly or under compulsion mm -hmm. for what? God loves a cheerful, a cheerful giver. Amen. At this time, it is time to sow into the house of the Lord. We have two ways you can sow. You can visit lightweightchurch.com. That's www.lightweightchurch.com. Or you can do my favorite way, the most modern way it is, text to give. And the number is 833-901-2082. Two. Before you sow, begin to prepare your spirit. Amen. Ask the Lord, what is it that you may have me to give? What is it that you desire me to sow into your kingdom at this moment? Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. And allow the spirit of the Lord um, to lead you as to what to give. We are going to prepare to pray over your seeds this morning. As you are preparing to sow your seed, sow your seed. Don't Amen. throw your seed. Yes. What is it that you are believing God to do in your life? What is it that you're believing God to do in your marriage, your, your financial situation? What is it that you are believing God to do? That is your need. Amen. Therefore, you're going to wrap that need around that seed. Hallelujah. Mm. You're going to commit it into the hands of the Lord. And we're not going to be an Indian giver where we put it into his hands and we take it back. Yes. Once we place it into his hands, we place Amen. it into the hands of the Lord Glory and we God. leave it there. Hallelujah. Yes. When fear, anxiety, Amen. doubt, double-mindedness yes. come, we cast it Glory. down. We rebuke it. Yes. Hallelujah. We only think, hallelujah, on what thus saith the Lord Amen. in the word of God. Amen. Yes, Glory Lord. be to God. Yes, Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we Father, thank you for your people that are going forth to sow your seed. Hallelujah. Sow their precious seed into your kingdom, Father. We thank you, Father, for breathing upon every seed of your people, Father, that is being planted, Father. Visit that condition, Father. Visit that need. Father, visit that situation and begin to begin to turn it around in the name of Jesus. Father, Thank you, oh, for visiting every spoken request, every unspoken request that your people have. We thank you, Father, that the seed is returning back yes. onto them. Hallelujah, 100 fold. Father, we give you glory, honor, and praise in the name of Jesus. Yes, we Lord. pray, amen. Amen. amen, amen. Saints of God, prayer changes. Things. Well, yes, with, it does. With, and then with that note of prayer, let mm -hmm. us commit United States of 
United States of America, our yes. beloved country into the hands of the Lord. Father, we thank you for this election that all that have transpired, you have chosen your, the one you have assigned to lead us in this new way, yes. this new season, this new path you have for this country. Yes. Unity, peace, and love. Yes. Lord, we are asking that any assignment of chaos, mm -hmm. confusion, disturbance, disorderliness, mm -hmm. yes, your mighty power intervene from now to yes. um, January 20th. We're coming into your hands yes, that there will be a smooth transition. Mm -hmm. You will speak to the heart of Donald Trump and his followers. Yes, Hallelujah. You will touch your heart yes, with Lord. peace and with love yes, to conceive yes, and that your will be done from now to january 20th yes, the peace lord. abide in yes, jesus lord. name we pray amen. amen amen and amen and if you want more prayer we would love to have you on our prayer line we meet monday tuesday thursday and friday at 9 a.m pacific time the number that we call is 515-603-5632 515 603 Five six three two. As you come, Hallelujah. You may come broken, but you're gonna leave empowered. Hallelujah. Amen. You're gonna leave strengthened. Yes. Hallelujah. Yes. You're gonna leave knowing that the joy of the oh, Lord God. is yes. Hallelujah. Your strength, yes. whatever that situation is. As you come, you will leave empowered, knowing that you have committed that situation into the hands of the Lord. It has been a blessing, a pleasure, as always, coming to you saints of God, with the word of God. Amen. We pray you have a blessed and prosperous day. And we will meet you here next week, same time here on Lightweight Church of God in Christ Facebook page. Be blessed. God, God bless you. Me.